0: Welcome to the One One, your West Australian Thoroughbred Racing podcast. I am BJ Ryan, teaming up with the Perth Racing Guru Terry Layton. Terry, g'day, Vage. Very excited to be here. Yes, well, we've had a few scratch matches leading up to round one, and this is officially our uh, episode one of the One One. And um, episode one of the One One. Episode one rolls off the tongue. And we've um, so yeah, we've had a, a little bit of practice leading up to it, but it's fair to say that we're still four kilo claimers at the moment in the as far as podcasting is concerned
1: yeah I'd say four kilos probably uh, probably a couple extra would be uh, a safe number I wouldn't be having
0: my heart earned unless let's just say that so as we as we feel our way through um, stick with us punters but um, we uh, we're, we're both very passionate West Australian racing enthusiasts uh, we've got a lot to say and we do try to uh keep it as brief as possible sometimes (laughs) we have a few issues in that sense
1: yeah if this goes for about four and a half hours we do apologize and we apologize to your wife and children as well so
0: so we are working on brevity and Um, husbands and husbands and husbands yes Uh, we are working on brevity so we'll try and keep this as clear as concise as possible as we try to find some winners on opening day of the masters railway stakes day or as you like to call it terry dig deep day dig deep or christmas as well yeah there's a couple of options so how have you spent your week leading up to the railway, Terry? I know you had a bit of a freshen up last Yeah, week. I did. I
1: had a bit of a freshen up and ruined it all on Saturday night when I had an unfreshen up, but um, this is the most important preparation week of the year for me. It's uh, it's my grand final. I, uh, I get quite uh, quite enthusiastic about this week, so a bit of healthy living, a bit of... Uh, bit of clean eating, a bit of a run by the river, uh, we just try and uh, live a lifestyle which allows me to completely throw it all in the bin come uh, come Saturday, Bej.
0: So for, for those of you who not quite uh, caught up, Terry and uh, a few of his good mates are in the Kingsman Syndicate and they are shareholders in the mighty Dig Deep who will go around as one of the major winning chances in the Group 2 WA Guineas on Saturday. Uh, how are the nerves, Terry? Ah, uh, the nerves are nervous. Uh, the nerves are definitely uh,
1: evident. That's for sure. Uh, we went into the Carrickatter, and I was telling one of the boys the other day. We've gone into all previous races, uh, even his debut maiden. We've gone in with hope, but without uh, conviction, we'd win. Um, so we're sort of going from being the uh, the hunted to being uh, sorry, from being the hunter to being the hunted. So uh, very excited to have Damien Oliver riding uh, a horse that we own a share in. So. Uh, regardless of the result, we couldn't be prouder of uh, what he's done to date and we're extremely happy with uh, the Pierces. I probably couldn't uh, give them a big enough plug in regards to ownership and communication we get from them. It's uh, nervous, BJ, but excited as well.
0: Good stuff. So you um, you penned an article for Betfair, which appeared on the Betfair hub, yes. betfair.com.au, called Surviving a Slump. Surviving a Slump, seemed yes. to be uh, very well received um, on Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah just want to know what sort of feedback you got and then how is working through that um, played out in in your punting over the last couple of weeks
1: yeah it was more uh, for me it was more I've, I've been doing this for so long it turned into more of a mental thing where I was you, well, you go through ups and downs I think every every punter or, or tipster knows that and I just I really I don't like losing very, very simply I don't like going at sort of below a, a certain percentage which I've become accustomed to going at and I felt my—I felt within myself during that period. I was changing the way I was tipping. I was desperate before I even started creating my markets and creating the likelihood of chances winning. I was—I was looking at. Um, what am I going to tip? What am I? That's all I cared about. I didn't care about what I was backing myself. I didn't care where the value was. I thought, "Where's the winner?" And that's that's not how I go about it. And that's not how I think you can have sustainable long term success. So I had a refresh. Um, I feel like I'm back in pretty good nick again, especially midweek. Uh, my Saturday form still so so. I think you, your last uh, the last loser you backed was about four years ago. I think BJ. So um, you might be the man to listen to today, listeners. I'd suggest. Um, but I'm, I'm feeling refreshed and uh, I feel like um, it was, uh, what did Paul Keating say? It was a recession we needed to have.
0: Good, yeah, I personally, I, I admired that you got honest uh, about, about what it's really like. Um, and uh, cause it can be, you know, from the, out, uh, from the outside looking it can look like a pretty glamorous and exciting sort of lifestyle, but it is a bit of a grind. So uh, to get honest and, and vulnerable and, and uh, put yourself out there um, and uh, in that forum was uh, was really cool. So well done, mate. Thanks, Paige. Um And uh, as always, Terry puts a lot of work into Railway Stakes Day. And I think Betfair uh, has published 5,000
1: Words plus of preview. There's about another ten thousand to come as well. So
0: uh, if you want to get any of Terry's stuff, you can uh, you can access it via betfair.com.au. My stuff, um, my previews are available on the Osrace website, ozrace.com.au, uh, as well as bestbets.com.au. So our stuff is is uh, all online, and um, you can contact us. Via Twitter, what's your what's your handle, Terry? At uh, Perth
1: Racing Guru. I, I hate my Twitter, BJ. I hate that handle. I think I did it when I was about seventeen or something like that, and it's now it's got to the point where I cannot change it. So yeah, I, I think I sound like a bit of a, a bit of a dickhead, but that probably sums me up pretty well. So that, oh, that's fine.
0: I like it, and you can follow me and uh, my rants uh, to at thoroughheads wi. That's far
1: better. See, at thoroughheads. That's that's actually got a little wit involved.
0: <laughs> so. Um, Railway Stakes Day is huge, so it's quite fitting that uh, episode one coincides with uh, what's now become our premier race day of the year. Yes, what's your
1: uh, what's your favourite Railway Stakes Day moment, Beach? Do you have one that sticks in your mind?
0: Yeah, I have a couple of favourite moments from from childhood. Um, I was good friends with George Daly and uh, I used to knock around with him and Jack Saw Better, so when George won uh, the Railway Stakes with Jack Saw Better, I think it was maybe 94 or something like that. Uh, that was a really memorable moment. Uh, also- Showing your age a little bit here. Yeah, it? also, my father um, never, uh, well, My father was a jockey. Bernie Ryan won a couple of Perth Cups. Never had a, a really good ride in a railway, but um, he had a good ride one year. And I, I remember it clear as day being an Ascot. Very exciting. I think it was 1988, mm. 1989, something like that. Horse called Savigo. Uh, unfortunately, uh, things didn't go to plan. The race was won by. Miss Muffet, Johnny, and Kay Miller in the uh, King of Saxony colours, and uh, that was that was always stuck in my mind. But the most epic uh, railway stakes moment for me is Northerly's Northerly's wind, yeah. which uh, which which checked um, that on
1: Twitter earlier in the week, didn't you?
0: Yeah, well, I chimed in on the back of punters.com, and yep. that really the Fighting Tiger in action really gets the hairs on the back of your neck standing up. Good so, ride that day, wasn't it? Dashing down, yeah, it was
1: a cracker. Three and four deep, no cover. The trip, yeah, really well thought out. That's one uh, of the ones my old man would have said, that's one of the ones the jockey comes back and he says, you keep my
0: riding fee there, guys. (laughs) He, I think that was his sixth start in a race or something like that. It was a crazy, Mm. crazy. And then obviously he went on to become one of the all-time greats. Um, Jerry, what's your... Memorable railway moments.
1: Oh, there'd be a million. It's it, it's my favourite day of the year by a country mile. When it was used to be called Super Saturday, obviously, and we had the Winterbottom run as well. But um, I would have a million of them. Uh, D Max calls probably throughout the journey. Uh, I mean, the Pogo Stick call with Elite Bell uh, and strike me, me pink. pink. Yeah, that's always going to be one of my favourite moments. But um, despite not being financially invested this day, or well, not heavily financially invested, I really like Lucky Gray's win in 2013. Um, I think we just. I like when a you Sort of forget how good a champion is, and you came out and won. A, and if somebody says, Lucky Gary's going to win a race at 30 to 1, you're kidding me. So, um, I really uh, enjoyed that victory. Um, personal from a personal uh point of view, there was one quite uh, humorous day in 2017, and um, I think it was a nine or ten race card in the first eight or nine races. One of my good mates had been following me pretty closely all day, and um, I don't know if any of the uh, eight horses I'd previously tipped and backed had uh, actually finished the race. So he cracked the shit, so he went for a bit of a wander, decided to go and have a beer and listen to the band who was about to start up. And um, wasn't Jimmy Barnes, <laughs> I don't think it was. No, it wasn't Meatloaf either. And he uh, failed to come and ask me, or he didn't uh, get my tip for the last, and uh, pushed a pass, got up at 130 to 1. So from a, uh, a personal point of view, for a bit of a, a, bit of a laugh, and just to... Um, to rub that in his face because I know he'll probably listen to this. Uh, that's one of my uh, greater memories of the day, one of the greatest get-outs of all time.
0: Is that where your um, love affair with Ashley Maley started? Yes, think? yes, yeah. yes, I think, yeah, 100%. I think it was with Ashley Maley back then still. Yeah, it would have yeah. been, yeah. Yeah, it probably did. It probably did, yeah. And uh, Ash has got a couple of runners in, um, so we'll find out whether what Terry's yes. thoughts on, on those. usually got a very good handle on the Maley runners, especially the Maley McNaught combination. Um, before we get cracking on the preview, previewing the nine races on Railway Stakes Day, we have, believe it or not, the 1-1 has sponsors.
1: Oh, oh.
0: So we've had two, two, uh, two businesses generously generously offered their support to us over the last couple of days. Um, Market City Meats, Timmy Hewitt, the director uh, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, so Market City Meats can be found at the Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Um, Timmy is uh, kindly offered to donate some meat platters uh, and some meat packs to um, competition winners, which we're gonna um, which we're gonna unveil, or some competitions which we're gonna unveil in the coming weeks. So if you want to uh, want to get your gourmet meats, uh, Market City Meats is the place to go. Um, drop in and see Timmy at the County vale Markets and uh, also uh, the Mundaring Hotel has joined in as well, Terry. Uh, Ian O'Connor is the publican. Uh, the Mundaring Hotel has been in the heart of the hills since 1899 in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. There's a tab there, cold beers, so uh, Butch is more than, more than happy to entertain you if you want to drop in for a visit. He's also going to be uh, putting some, uh, some uh, vouchers, $100 dinner for two, on offer when we come up with some uh, some more competitions and maybe some tipping competitions over yes. the next couple of weeks. So 100%. So big thanks to our friends at Market City Meats and um, the Mundaring Hotel. And um, who would have thought, eh? Uh, two sponsors for the 1-1. There you go. Um, so... All that being said, um, Terry has got a big day planned for all his uh, Dig Deep fans and supporters and friends at the at Ascot on Saturday, and he's um, and if you uh, I'll be out there too. And if you want to come and say hello to Terry and myself, I think Terry's going to be. Uh, parked up in yeah, the just, stone, come speak, just come and speak
1: to my secretary and we'll, uh, we'll schedule you in for an appointment at some stage are you throughout the day. Are you got
0: going to be the vantage point or we'll the No, no we'll, we'll, mate,
1: we'll have 50, 60, 70 of us coming along, possibly more. Um, there's been a group chat going throughout the week and um, yeah, the lids are off basically. That's all I can say. Um, I a little bit of a spoiler. I haven't got to dig deep on top after the draw, but um, I will be. I won't be. Uh, yeah, I'm, we're still giving him a big chance. Let's just say that. So, all
0: right, we'll get to the guineas. Um, but are you ready to do the deep dive on? Are there uh, other races? I thought then? there was
1: just. Um, I thought there was just the guineas. I didn't realize there was eight other races. Sorry, <laughs> Beach. Uh, yes, let's uh, let's hop in. Um, the one thing I want to talk about is how did the name midweek the, the winner of the last on Wednesday uh, yesterday was a horse called Mister Cunifer. can now I've, I've seen told. this around. Don't, how did that one get past the keeper, Beach? Mm, quite clever it is of, quite I love it it's, it's one of my favorite buyers, names yeah straight yeah. past the keeper I'm interested mm. how that one got past the keeper Mr. Cunifer anyway well done to Mr. Cunifer's connections <laughs> on their victory yesterday and on uh and on uh on their naming Can process as, past well? The register yes.
0: as well yes ah, actually not a bad horse too it's gonna to win some races yeah it is Mr. I like Canifer. it I like it
1: um all right are we ready yes let's do it let's do it all right uh race one over the 1800 meters uh not the most enthusing how did you feel about the day in general were you excited about the fields page
0: um pretty pretty low-key early yeah but definitely built um obviously well naturally built towards the the feature races um but yeah i, th- I, th- I thought the um the, the the start today was probably a bit soft, yeah. But it definitely definitely heats up. A bit um, of a
1: crescendo, yeah. We love a good crescendo.
0: good. You know, I mean, obviously, there's um, there's winners to be found. Let's see see if we can we exactly can zero right. in on something for the punters.
1: All right. Well, I think the first race looks somewhat obvious speed map wise and pattern wise. Um, I think Harry Thomas will work its way across Brothers Keeper, but that's not necessarily a complete certainty. Um, the Brothers Keeper is a horse that. Usually runs into a bow counter. It runs into a couple of uh, horses that have earlier, uh, have, sorry, have more early um, speed than he does. So, um, but I'm expecting Harry Thomas to get across, find the rail. Brothers Keeper will probably work to his outside. I am going to go as far as saying we don't need to go any further back. Um, I'm going to put a line through. Here comes Lenny, who I think this is a little run around for a Tats Cup or something in the coming weeks. I'm not sure exactly when that is, but I know that can't be far away. Jet Affairs had 35 days off after Durant. Wasn't happy with him a week ago. At 1,800, I'll take that on. Double digit. We spoke about Ashley Malley earlier.
0: Quick, I don't think uh, double quick digits. Uh,
1: yeah, quick backup, and I don't think it's come back all that well. But it also wouldn't surprise me if Ashley's playing a couple of tricks here, and he's uh, might have the horse firing. But um, he's having a bit of a light run at the moment. He I is. Yeah. yeah, I think he's tried to get a couple of these horses up for really quick backup campaigns to be part of the carnival, when why her and White choose Hers another. I don't know if they're going um, going all that well. So basically, I can't go any further. Harry Thomas Leeds, Brothers Keeper on its outside. Brothers Keeper's great strength, and I actually, um, you were quite keen on him in the uh, York Cup, and I spoke to you, York or Norwegian Cup? York Cup. York Cup, yep. And I spoke to you uh, after the race, and I said, was that a good ride or a bad ride? Um, And we determined in the end he rode Brothers Keeper exactly to his strengths, um, which was to get rolling early, put the pressure on early, and he's a really tough horse. So what Jared Noski has to do on here, Harry Thomas here, is not allow... Troy Turner to catch him napping and get to the front. Once he goes to put the pressure on, Brothers Keeper, who's a really fit and informed horse, needs to say, I'm going with you, and we're going to go toe-to-toe here. So um, Brothers Keeper actually hit the line, should have beaten Forceful last start, who nearly won... Harry um, Thomas, sorry. Uh, Harry Thomas, yep. sorry, yeah. Or I nearly beat Forceful last start, who nearly won the uh, Ascot Gold Cup. Um, extremely tough. I think he's a horse that looks to be getting better with distance, and he's racing in career-best form. The money keeps coming. I've marked him three bucks. I'm not jumping out of my skin to be on it around the 360, 370, but that's enough for a little play for me, Beach, so uh, a, little, a little play on, on Harry Thomas, and I'll probably lock in the price too, because um, the money does seem to be coming on a pretty regular basis with this bloke. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I I was sort of thinking that Brothers Keep might try and lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's I know uh, Harry Thomas they handed up today that but it's that was Troy Turner on board Jared Noski um I just thought maybe going to the 1800 they might just not be as keen to lead uh on Harry Thomas I but think where does he land then that's the problem Does yeah. he land out
1: outside the leader
0: do you, do you think ombudsman could work forward? I've just got a suspicion that it's on the quick back. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to put it into the race because it was a pretty one battered last week at its first run in WA but anyway, regardless, my tip is here comes Lenny um, I uh, he did get, get beaten at a very short quote last start it just was a bit of a funny race um, Jade copped a bit of a buffering early, which got him a bit keen um, and I don't, I'm not sure how much that, that took, bit, took out of him, got beat by Missile Launch who came out and ran third in the Ascot Gold Cup last Saturday I think Lucy ride. Lucy obviously knows this horse really well. I think she knows that you just got to let him flop out and just keep him really calm and um, and uh, happy early in the race. I think he can sustain a, a long run. I don't expect them to go too hard. But I expect the pressure to ramp up from the 800 meters, which should suit. Here comes Lenny, um, and I just think he's just going to be out, the, um, sort of backish, doing no work, but. If he can find room and work into the race, um, you know, uh, under his own uh, under his own steam, he stays really well. Um, he's got the Justin Warwick polish. I know, I'm not. He's probably hasn't stamped himself against some of this quality of horse just yet. Here comes Lenny, um, but I reckon this is just a really good opportunity for him to 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 bounce back after his shock defeat last start. Not that keen to tell you the truth, but um, I'm I taking the four bucks. Uh I had him four fifty. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Um but yeah, it's eight horse field. I just thought the small field, Lucy back on board, he's just gonna keep him keep him very quiet and relaxed early, and I think his staying capacity is gonna be enough to see him work over the top late. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't really have a lot between uh Brothers Keeper, Harry Thomas, and Jed Affair, and here comes Lenny, the four of them, but for me I ended up with here comes Lenny on top. All right, here comes Lenny to flop out for BJ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, let's move on. Race
1: two. Mm-hmm. Well, Beige, I will be, uh, as you know, I'm not an early season two-year-old man, so I um I don't have an opinion here, to be honest. This is the first time in my life, and I'd uh, I'd record what I'm saying right now. I don't really have a strong opinion. I think Starfield Impact um, was really good against our Danny, and just looking at the markets mm-hmm. and the fact that our Danny's now drawn outside of Starfield Impact, two versus six probably looks like some value, but... Magic Mike Santich doesn't train too many winners, so uh, I'm going to stay out. Beach, what are you doing?
0: Um, Well, I obviously our Danny looked really professional when she won uh, on debut um, two weeks back. Um, Starfield Impact had to work really do do a lot of work uh, to cross and eventually take up the running was stalked by our Danny and and got um, sort of out-muscled late. So they're the two uh, horses with race experience and they're clearly the the two hardest to beat. I'm with you. I think Starfield Impact will actually lead and our Danny will be forced to face the breeze. Um, American Choice um, and 64th Street have both looked really, uh, really nice at trials. They're both first starters fillies. I've liked uh, what I've seen from them at trials. But I've gone a touch wide, I thought, and um, there was a first starter from the Dan Morton stable called Kiss on All Four Cheeks. Mm. Interesting name. French horse. Uh, Kiss on All Four Cheeks. Oh, hang on, all four. Yeah, right, I've got you now. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this Philly, uh, written Tycoon. Rosie Rocket. 120th mm. out of Rosie Rocket, yeah. who, who ran third in the railway one by Mr. Moe. Just a more course. So uh, she was a really good race yeah. man actually. Um, now this this horse is very green, very raw, got a r- big stride on her. Um, so Clint Johnston Porter's gonna have his work cut out, but her last 200 in her trial the other day was really strong. It was only an 850 meter trial. This 1100 meter crystal slipper stakes looks, looks uh, ideal. Um, just needs a bit of galloping room from the low draw, but I've just got a. I just there was something I saw in that trial, just the way that it let down and lengthened, that that suggests that this horse has got um, more than her share of class. So I went a little bit speculative, but um, I'm thinking with a bit of lark and a bit of galloping room, I think Kiss on All Four Cheeks can be the strongest late.
1: I like it around seven bucks for BJ's selection there, and I'm a big uh, Clint Johnston Porter fan, so. Uh... Yeah, might be one I might uh, do a little bit of form on this evening. Gigi's had a rough
0: trot, Clint he Johnson has. Porter. So um, for him just to get back in the saddle after a couple of nasty nasty falls, um, uh, he just sort of appears to be getting his eye eye back in um, with with riding. So Good patient rider. Yeah, so he's only young too. So if he can stay um, happy and healthy, then the sky's the limit for CJP, I think. Tell you what, if he's getting hay magic up after a losing streak of about fourteen years, then uh he can ride okay. Yes, yes, hey magic. Um unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> a bit yes. of a plunge
1: that day as well. Fifteens to
0: sixes. And um continue the smart
1: money was on that the day though, Beach. um the not <laughs> so smart money was on I'll show. The I think already. I knocked you off that day, didn't I? <laughs> um,
0: the uh continued continues a bit of run for um non winners or so called non winners. Uh, breaking long winning droughts there's been quite a quite a few of them recently so never give up never give up back Uh, yourself back yourself and um hey magic just just gave everyone a little bit of hope exactly right um, just keep whacking away you never know when the planets will align for you ah moving on to the third race beij i had some
1: uh i had some trouble coming at this with any real enthusiasm so um how about you uh lead us off
0: here Thousand meter race here. There's uh definitely there's a heap of speed. Would you say an abundance? Abundance yeah, of speed. I'd say
1: there's an abundance, uh,
0: over abundance perhaps. Mm, there's and, an um overabundance. abundance. Uh, for me, I just kept coming back to the two Neville Parnham three year olds. Uh, point of difference runners. Point of difference runners. Mm. I think they're I think they're proper thousand meter horses too. Um, so referring to Miss Tycoon and Downforce, ended up with Miss Tycoon. I um, she's won she's won three times at a thousand. Resumed in the Belgravia. I had no luck. I think she was about three and four, uh, three and four wide, facing the breeze the entire. Um, but really, um, bounced back to form second up in a, in the race won by Massimo. Where have you got her here? Well, that's the interesting thing. I, I I've got a few horses coming across her. Yep. Uh, I think she's probably going to maybe be in the three wide, the second horse in the three wide line. Okay. Yeah, I think that could be her yeah, spot. Okay. Um. Uh, so I think she I, she actually quite she finished quite well with a smother the other day. She her all three wins have been leading, um, but that was as a two year old. So I think she's a bit more maturity now. I don't think it's um, impossible she leads. You don't think? No, I don't. I think downforce from one will, um,
1: Steve will soak up the pressure and realize that uh, he realized soaking up the pressure is going to be um uh, to his detriment. Mm-hmm. Audi La will probably have to hand up over a yeah. thousand. It was 12, 1,400, He might have the speed to um, yeah, to lead. And, yeah. and more aces. Jason's showing that when the pressure when the pressure comes under him, he's more than happy to hand up. He's really made that a focus of his riding recently. So um, that could mean Miss Tycoon gets to the rail with Copper Fury um, on her outside. Yeah. But that's just one of many. My, my I have about fourteen different speed maps. For yeah, I race, thought so. I
0: thought Khan from a speed map point of view was an interesting runner. Link is off. Um, it it, it sort of. Uh, Uh, Sat outside, fire and rain in a lead-up trial the other day. Um, Look, if Miss Tycoon led, um, that's even better, I think. Um, So I I think Miss Tycoon has a bit of class, back to 1,000, third up. Chris Parnham back on, who's won all three races on her. I think she is the way to go. Downforce was there to be beaten, uh, first up midweek when Ginger uh, loomed up and might have even... Headed him at one stage, but he fought back strongly and won from one with 54 kilos and Stevie Parnham on board is probably going to get his chance. Uh, Outside of that, outside of the two Parnham runners, the only real horse I could come at was Speeding Comet first up. His best form is probably the best in the race for mine. Um, Has some really uh, strong peak performances. Has been ridden by an inexperienced apprentice in two lead-up trials so, uh, you know, I wouldn't be reading too much into those results no, necessarily. You can, you
1: can forget those trials 100%. Uh,
0: Jade on. I think Jade, I think Jade rode this horse to win at Ascot last prep and it knocked off free trade. He did. Who, who did. is a very exciting horse from the Michael I was Lane pretty ex- I was pretty excited and in I the stone motherless, actually. I did find it that day at a, at a fair price as so well, So, from a class point of view, uh, Speeding Comet stands out. Uh, Simon A. Miller... Uh, but for me, I I locked in Miss Tycoon on top. I think downforce and speeding comet are the major dangers. I couldn't come at anything else with any degree of confidence. Terry,
1: yeah, I'm uh, with you actually here, Beach. I had Miss Tycoon on top. Uh, a bit of uncertainty over the map whether uh, she ends up in a in a three wide or two wide line. Even leads sits yeah. outside the leader with more aces if. Copper Fury ends up three deep. Um, I think she's just the one with the most upside. She's the point of difference horse. You look at the run um, last start when she finished around uh, Silken Eyes, Masimo, uh, and Zebul. So mm. those three runners. There was four lengths further back to I think Pretty Style. Yeah, was so a If of you a line lot. that form up through Copper Fury, they're just those four looked the the dominant four in that race. Um, she gets in here with the obviously with the three-year-old allowance, which. Um means she carries a kilo less than she otherwise would at her rating. She's a long way from her ceiling. The $3.90 hasn't... Overly enthused, though. I mean, I've marked her 385, so you can justify that she's a bet there. Um, but at this stage, I, I won't be taking 390 about her. I'd, I'd want upwards of $4 to to be on, but um, she definitely won't be an overly enthusiastic bet. Uh, I really do believe this race could be won by any runner besides uh, the James Grieve pair, mm. to be honest. I, I genuinely believe the other 10, um, oh, I'm probably not canned. So I think the other nine runners could win the race. So not a race I'm going to get too enthusiastic about, beige I'm going to save uh,
0: most of my staking for the uh, second half of the card. Good stuff. Race four is the first uh, black type race of the day. Yes. The Placid Arc Stake Simon Stakes. The Simon Miller Stakes. Simon Miller Stakes. He's good, won the last three, I think. He's got a great record in this race, hasn't he? Yeah. Five of the last seven, I think I read. Wow. Something he um, he really targets targets his, the, this race and <laughs> uh, and the and the... Um, Follow-up race to La in two weeks' time, but this is a hundred thousand dollar, twelve hundred meter sprint for the three-year-olds. Um, my love affair with Massimo grew even further when did he it? when he when he won again the other day. Did he win or did Pike win that race? That was a good win. He was he was, was it? he was twelve hundred back to eleven 1, hundred fifty-nine and a half kilos <sighs> chasing a pretty um pretty intense tempo something he hasn't he hadn't copped before mm. um and for him just to just to dig in fight and and find a way to win that was yeah, I don't Deep. it it, digged, it was there was a there was a more than a smattering of class in that uh, from my point of view sure he he landed in the 1-1 he uh the 1-1 he landed in the 1-1 and um yeah pike but 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 pike is just He's just the best. So he, he he's riding him again. He's got a good handle on him now. Two starts for two wins. Loves November. Sorry? Loves November. He does. Uh, coming off um, a five-timer last mm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Massimo, I, I just can't jump off him. I really, really like this horse. Uh, I think that I think he's in twelve months' time he's going to be a major player. Big drifts. His last two. Well, can you? Ex- can you? No, I can't explain you're, that. You're there, the, there's been. Um, you're the professional punter, honest. There, <laughs>
1: there was big money for drink, what you like, and big money for inflation. Um, at his last two runs, which have naturally meant that if the market percentage for those two grows, that uh, well, Decker has to has to grow elsewhere. So he's been the. Um, drifter but no I, I can't really explain it uh, he looked wow. pretty hard to beat at those two outings um both from a speed map and a class point of view so it's, it's, it's very odd it's, for an adam durant runner to drift like that very late too yeah big. it was big bet fair drifts yeah late, yeah greg yeah. hooper would love it hashtag yeah. they knew so <laughs> it's an interesting one following the markets it can be a very uh, interesting study might, yeah. write, might write an article one day
0: yeah <laughs> so getting back to the plus yes. like this 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 is uh this is not a bad little race actually. So for me, I um, I can't I can't jump off Massimo. I think he's going to get a suitable run uh, again. The there's going to be a, a genuine twelve test of twelve hundred meters with Zebul, Stellar, Door, Boomtastic, and Laver Rod all got all got real serious early early speed. Uh, I've got Zebul crossing and leading. I think that that it, that's its go. Um, Laver Rod is. A horse I have a lot of time you for. You got Zebel
1: crossing Boomtastic? Yes. Okay.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, I got Zebel leading, yeah. Mm. Um, so, Lever Rod's a really interesting runner. Very expensive horse. Two runs last prep as a colt were good. Been gelded since. Uh, it Really, you don't see horses trial as well as it has recently. But it runs into a really strong 1200 meter race. Did first you, was up. that trial that good? Which one? First one or second one? Either. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. All right. Yeah. He was
1: ridden out with the whip at his uh, most recent trial and he's run just below a minute. I, I don't know. I I think trials of like that can be pretty deceptive, to be honest. But yeah, he does have
0: does have race I just, form. I just like to be argumentative. No, you're though. right. You're <laughs> right. He, he does have race form and he, and he really should have won second up uh, when he just, just failed to catch Mia Dolce, I think it was. So um, anyway, he's a very interesting runner. I'm not sure he can win though. Um, Nikovi is a uh, top-class filly back from a three- start preparation in Victoria she's obvious you gotta you got gotta throw her in throw her in and she, she can win obviously um, she'll be drifting drifting back ish and swooping late zebel has a lot of speed and was bloody tough sat outside leader and just kept fighting fighting um you think that was a better run than Massimo on that day? Taking on they got into an absolute blue out in front yeah, of me and Dolce. Yeah it was, I, I it, it was huge. I thought it was as good as Massimo, probably better. But um bad weight in, swing. In saying that it was five kilos, uh 59 and a half Massimo, yeah. 54 and a half Siebel. Yeah big, um, big weight swing. So anyway, all that being said, I do like uh, a couple other of these horses. As horses, I just don't think this is the right race for it. So for me, uh, as a um, I'm sticking sticking fat with Massimo I think um, I think the 1200 meters will suit. the tempo will suit, Pikes on fire, Adams a genius. I'm all, I'm all aboard the Massimo train again. Terry.
1: Uh, yeah, look, not overly, um, I think first, all I'll say is if Zee Will finds the rail, that would be my bet. I just don't know if he crosses, um, Boomtastic. So that, that's a, that'll be a really, really interesting one to watch. There probably isn't a quicker horse, um, maybe me or Dolce, uh, over the first 100, 200 meters of a race. So that'll be really, really interesting to watch. So good luck to Luke Fernie in chasing his first black type success as a trainer as well. Um, no, no real strong opinion. I won't be having a bet here, Beach. I think N'Kovi uh, or Massimo will win the race. Good weight swings for Massimo. And even though I haven't been completely taken by his last couple of wins, probably as much as you have, mm. um, a lot of things are in his favor here. So uh, if N'Kovi's traveled back well, um, he'll be the one that has the final crack. Um, so I, I really do think it should be between Nikobi and Massimo, but at two fifty versus 3 bucks, I will leave
0: that one through to uh, Tim Payne. So just... There is a little, there is a horse in this race which I have a bit of time for. This mm-hmm. is not the right race for it. Mini Winnie, and that's a, yes, it's yeah. a big prize. What about its win the other day?
1: Yeah, I I like Mini Winnie. Uh its win
0: it beat nothing. It Beat nothing, but it beat it's absolutely
1: you, nothing. Yeah, I, I like Mini Winnie as a horse. But um,
0: Jade was in all sorts, and she yeah. just she pulled a rabbit out of the hat there, didn't she? But like yeah. <laughs> I really, I, I followed Mini
1: Winnie through um through his two year old campaign. I yeah. I really um yeah, I really like him as a horse, yeah. but um. Yeah. This could be difficult. He, his best hope here is to tag Nakovi and yep. uh, try and if they're making ground, he could. Um, and they do go mad out in front, which is a big chance. Looking at the a potential map um, and possibly mm-hmm. jag a hole. But um, yeah, but
0: this horse has genuine ability. Mini Winnie will win a
1: Saturday race yeah. in the coming month. I'd yeah. suggest so.
0: Cool. So um, yeah, just recapping for me, uh, Massimo has been a good horse, good horse to me recently, and I'm I'm sticking with him. Slightly Nakovi, just to be different, mate. Good stuff. <laughs> Is this, well, Simon A. Miller, it is his race. So. Yes, exactly right. Followed follow
1: jockey uh, trainer form. What do we got next? The Carbine Club uh, of WA Stakes. A few horses I, I'm uh, happy taking on here. Um, we'll start from the top, eh? Tally is over here for the Kingston Town. I was saying to you off air before, I, I don't quite know why they haven't gone to the Railway Stakes To me, this just looks like a barrier trial for him. Um, Obviously, winning the Rose Hill Cup last start would be good form for a listed race um, at Ascot, but uh, I just think coming over here with the Kingston Town as the aim, that they're just going around. Arcadia Prince was horrid last start after a seven-week break. Bar shoes went on. I don't think the horse can be fit. I'm expecting improvement, but he's going to be a long way off them. Um, And I just... On that run, you just can't have him, Like you really can't. They interviewed Pike after the race and he just said the horse wasn't there. So I don't know, Ho- hopefully for their sake, we see improvement and it's not the, uh, it's not the end of Arcadia Prince. Uh, Lord help me run, another abject failure. Uh, Alan Kennedy didn't do him any favors, but the margin of victory was lengthy. Bar, bar shoes shoe go on him, barrier 10, pff, no interest. How, how can you possibly have an interest from the barrier bar shoes? So line through him, disposition's not impossible, but from the barrier, month off
0: can't have him doesn't really win much these days. I don't think he's won since the Hammonds, has he yeah he hasn't um, but this
1: is suitable though this yeah. is the um, I think pinzu well, I know Pinzu won this race last year because yeah. I was pretty bullish. Mm. Uh, this is the type of race that suits those type of horses that you usually run in the railway type fields uh, and disposition does sort of fit that mold um, mm. so they'd be crazier um bets in this race than him um from there i'm not going to knock any of the others too much i don't know anything about kimono i watched uh i watched what, his what what, can we, what
0: what can we do with kimono we know
1: he's going to enjoy the Firmer track, firmer track uh, absolutely. watch the betting but for me i'm just gonna just gonna take it on because i don't know enough about it no trial his wins were both as a two-year-old his is it is it a male horse a beach I couldn't even tell you the gender. That's how much it is. Yeah. Uh, I think he's two wins. It's a two-year-old over twelve hundred. Lindsey Smith has him first up over fourteen hundred. No trial. Gonna take him on. Uh, I don't think Flo's up to these. I didn't um, think Flo
0: was too bad last. No, Saturday. it was fine. Yeah. I just
1: don't. I just don't think it's up to these. And okay. he said it was closer. Yeah. Um, Brenton Abdullah goes on. Uh, he probably settles around uni time type thing. so yeah yeah i see
0: what you're saying there. that brings
1: us to uni time i know you're a big uni time fan and his, his last win over dance music was very impressive as was his prior effort to black sabbath this is a big step up in grade big step up, yeah. i've got him landing on the back of kimono and tally yeah. um so probably in about six or so probably three pairs Oh, I was also stepping up to fourteen hundred, so you've got the big class gap and you've got the step up to fourteen hundred. Just a, enough of a risk for me not to go in um, on an Alan Kennedy horse at three bucks, to be blatantly honest. So, and what was your price? Uh, I marked him. Let me just get there, beige. We'll have a quick scroll. Uh, Four dollars eighty. So that the three bucks is three seventy five is something that three seventy five. Yeah. Well, I think some of our bias is coming through with certain horses as well. Yeah. Uh, you'll probably see it with some of my pricing, but I've marked uh, a clear favourite here as Alpha Sky. Um, not a horse I've tipped or backed much in the past, but I loved the, the campaign mm. thus far. Um, last effort when three and a half off Samer's um, Perfect Jewel and Regal Power with the other two in front of him. Two lengths further back to. Ms. Leckie, um, Rinkley was behind him. Some reasonable horses were in that race. I get the feeling this might have been his target. Fourth up, he's had a little trial just to keep him ticking over. I don't think you look into that trial. They went 55-90 and over the 950. Won by Malaguera. Won by Malaguera. Valeroid was third or second in that trial. So it was a really nice trial. Benny Patterson never got overly serious. Um, I think Alpha Sky will be looking to tag Rinkley but Barracky Beats is likely to kick up um, and, and have that role. So he'll probably end up doing the bullocking work. Uh, we saw Abdicator get over Wrinkly last start yep. in that similar type of role. I think Alpha Sky might be a slightly better horse than El- um, than Abdicator. So, Do you think Alpha
0: Sky is going as well?
1: Not as he was when he was winning those races by three or four, but he I think he started
0: favourite in a Bunbury Stakes after yes, winning four in a row. Yes. Yeah. But
1: I think he I think he's going well enough. Even if you go back to his um, his second last run behind the cup night and Velvet King. Yeah. He's only two point nine off them when he's first up was
0: good. Yeah, when well, he, was, thought, when he yeah. was
1: doing the work outside the speed as well. So yeah, he's first up running exactly right when he carried the grandstand. Mm. So I'm I'm really happy being on Alpha Sky. I I, I think if you put uni time in that race um, against uh, Samazdat and Regal Power Perfect Jewel that he doesn't necessarily finish um, finish that close. So at around the 550 mark, I'm happy being on Alpha Sky and I want to save um, on Wrinkley without doubt. Mm. The horse is a real Brad Parnham horse. I've got the stats somewhere. I think it's five or six wins from his 21 goes on him. Um, it is six wins. Uh, so uh, he wins about one in every three. Um, First up, he rode the horse, went extremely well at uh, some poor weighted conditions against the Velvet King. He goes to the top. He probably beats Abdicator last start. If, if uh, Molly Clark has probably got a little bit lost late, wobbled off the fence, and it allowed Abdicator to sneak through and nick it. But I'm happy sticking with the on pace runners here, mm-hmm. Beach. Probably looking at something like three units, Alpha Sky around five, six to one, and just the one unit, Wrinkly. At, um, at healthy double-figure odds, so that's the way we're going to play it here. I definitely wouldn't surprise me to see Uni Time go past him, but um, mm. I'm I'm happy sticking with Alpha Sky and Wrinkley as the two value runners, Mister Ryan.
0: Thanks, Terry. I think I think your your strategy in attacking this race is the smart play. Uh, Wrinkley is going to roll. Alpha Sky is going to be in the perfect position to pounce. I just have a slight concern whether Alpha Sky is at his peak at the moment maybe that's coming uh fourth up um i don't know there's just i just haven't quite uh put my finger on it just yet with him i think telly will is just such a class horse 1.6 million dollars this horse is in that he's just going to run well regardless i don't think he can win but he's going to be well positioned from two and he's going to have a, a good searching Hit out before, uh, leading into the Kingston Town Classic, so I see exactly where you're going with with your with your preview, but for me, i I just I just have a sneaking suspicion or a um, belief that Uni Time is the real deal. He was um, he's all his figures in his is throughout his whole career have been strong. His first up 1100 meter win was brilliant. Second up. Uh, weave through between runners. Geez, Alan Kennedy rides this horse really well. He does. He rides this horse really well. It's only had 10 starts. It's charging through the grades. This is this is a big step up. Um, uh, interesting selection of race for him, considering they could have probably plotted uh, a path through the ratings race. So I wonder what the the plan is with him. It's going to be watch this space with this horse. But... I think from five, he, Kennedy can get him to bounce and um, land in land midfield and get just put him to sleep relatively. Um, and he's just gonna be just gonna be ticking along um, uh, in a, in a in a really uh, really good rhythm. And he, he's he just got such a big burst of speed and he, and he can quicken off a genuine tempo as well. He's got a lot of weapons. uni time, fourteen hundred meters is uh, is a significant and obvious query but my uh, my gut is telling me that he's he's a proper horse uni time and i and I'm, and I'm and i'm and some of these have had plenty of plenty of chances already i think so this this horse is a young horse on the way up and i reckon he can get the job done
1: yep no i like uh i definitely think you could be on the money there beach i think it's a it's a race in three I'm pretty pretty confident calling it uh Uni Time, Wrinkley, and Alpha Sky. I don't. I, you can you can make cases for the others, but I, I really do think that they're the three that um, look like they're coming into this with the
0: right form and the right uh, campaign. Sure. Um, with the Arcadia Prince thing, do you think do you think that they would have just if there's something not quite right, they would have retired, tipped him out, or yeah, so or just, retired? I, just, yeah. I feel as though Adam. Adam Durant must have seen something in, I'm his, in his work, and uh, um, and he, and there must be something there that he thought we have got to keep persevering with this horse. So yeah, yep.
1: I think yep. if they were really, if they really had thought they'd found something, yeah, he'd be in the railway. Yeah, okay. That's the that's the the thing I probably look at. They probably would have gone to the railway. So cool. um, very big watch on him though. It Wouldn't surprise me if he does come past and walk past him. But I'm going to be taking him on.
0: Good stuff, and um, so yeah. Just recapping, Terry uh, leaning towards Yon Paces, Wrinkly, and Alpha Sky, and uh, I'm siding with Uni Time to make it three straight and really announce himself as as a really serious black type racehorse. Race right. six,
1: the Jungle Mist. I like the jungle. I Always like the uh, the Phillies and mares uh, series, being dominated
0: by Celebrity Dream in, in years gone by. So it's actually quite it's actually, it's actually quite nice. It's actually it? been. Um, controlled, monopolized by the Cerise and White for a long time. This well, whole series has actually. How that. many of
1: these did she win, Celebrity Dream? Oh, she might. He would won a lot. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Next, next week's episode, I'll, I'll have an answer for you. But anyway, this race to me, and I, I've spoke about this in my uh, online previews, it has so many similarities. I've called it the sequel to uh, last year's Jungle Mist, which was Misty Metal versus Celebrity Dream. So in Misty Metal's place, you've got dance music. Mm-hmm. In Celebrity Dream's place, you've got Electric Light. You've got a great horse that can roll and and and, and kick. And you've got an absolutely huge finisher. Electric Light's probably well is, I think, probably a more talented horse than Celebrity Dream. Basically, this is a really I went into this race thinking, oh, I'm gonna tip Electric Light here. Like I'm I'm pretty confident Electric Light's gonna be the winner. And I'm coming out with dance music is probably my best of the day. Yeah. Dance music will find the rail here. It, it's without. If it doesn't find the rail, it would it would be a shock. Let's just say that. A beautiful mind and Whitechips, who have led races in the past, but I don't think either have got the toe to go with her early. So, dance. Um, dance music hasn't led first or second up because she's run into some pretty um, snippy speed maps. But Chris Parnham goes on. The set weights um, conditions of this race really, um, well, they do suit her. They suit Electric Light and Market Rule more from a ratings point of view. But I'm expecting Dance Music to lead. Chris Barnum should be looking to give a kick and roll and get going on straightening as well. He shouldn't be hanging around um, to have a chat to anyone. And I just find it so difficult to see the card up that gets Electric Light close enough to get past her. So It's going to need a, a
0: wizard... A well, it will
1: dream. need. It will. I just think even if he gets that, I just it's going to be. I, I just. I can't have her any closer than five or six lengths mm-hmm. of dance music on straightening. And I really don't know if Electric Light can run um, that quick uh, a, a final um, three or four hundred to, to get to dance music. So I. I mean, and in saying that, I don't think Electric Light is it, like her. Her last run behind Flirtini. She wouldn't be out of place going to a Winterbottom Stakes yeah, on that wild, last run. Yeah. And I'm talk- we're talking about a listed um, Jungle Mist. It's why, um, yeah, it reminds me so much. Misty Metal obviously ended up going on with it, as we've seen. But it reminded me so much of last year's Jungle Mist. So. But it's also why full, full fields are important, like 14 runners. It, it exactly. Changes, right.
0: It changes the changes the complexion of it. hundred yeah.
1: percent. The 40 that that works obviously in, in dance music's favour. So very simply, BJ, dance music out in front and um I don't think they see her again. She was about three she's being back to now. I have I've sent my email out and tipped her at about three seventy, three eighty. She's into about three bucks now. That's getting a little bit thinner, but um I've gone a little bit boring with the way I've tipped here but I just believe this is such a two horse race it's not very uh, Perth
0: racing guru no like. it's
1: not but I just feel like this is such a good race to have a really big stake but a nice safe stake so I've suggested a seven pretty unit pretty sure she won this day last year yeah, didn't she Placidark she did stakes, she won yeah. the Placid Art with yeah. Benny, Benny Allen on board yeah. beat home Regal Power and Cup Night in Ooh. that field Beach. I've um, suggested a seven unit play on dance music and a three unit play to get your money back on um, electric light just in case it all does out cannot make a case for another runner beautiful minds one that's got upside mm-hmm. but you're talking about a horse that has been racing class two class threes. So was unlucky first up but these these horses are in different in different uh, hemispheres um at this stage of the career to her so what about uh, um, the no, forgotten star no riding change yeah that's a ne- negative just about isn't it no it's not a negative but um I, yeah, I, I really like the horse. I think, um, yeah. I think she can settle closer. I've got her in my, I think I've got her in for third. Um, first time Paddy Carby's ridden her in a race too. So. Very, very, first time anyone bar has yeah, I think. Yeah. For very, very, very much just these two horses are better than the rest by a long way. Very simply. That's probably the, the best way I can put this. They're just so much better. Snow Chino's a very good horse, but it's not suited over the 1200. Yeah. These two horses are just better than the rest of the horses. I think sometimes you can just you can overanalyze things. These two horses are just better. as yeah, now said, as I now said seven times in a row. they the class, aren't they? They, are. they
0: stand out, and um, the market reflects that. So yeah, look, man. Um, I've it, marked
1: them just for the, I've marked them two forty and three bucks. Two forty dance music, three dollars electric light. Thus, at the prices, you can actually have a play on both. What price? Um, with the back and save. you?
0: Did you mark beautiful mind? I think I had
1: Beautiful Mind uh, around about the fifteen sixteen dollar mark, mm. purely because there was some upside. I could have probably uh I could have had her longer. It wouldn't surprise so me. Th-
0: Who was your third favorite?
1: Uh, I had her at the same yep. price as Forgotten Star. I had them all out the door out the because door. Sure. of how short I had those two. Yeah. Yep. One one thing I I think is that with with Beautiful Mind Forgotten Star potentially Snow Chino, they will take up a chunk of the market which they shouldn't take up, which means you're going to get the prices for the two. Um, Toppies, which um, I don't think you should. So um, yeah, very, very confident about this race, Beach.
0: Good stuff. Um, That's what the punters want to hear, mate. So in my preview, I summed it up as a match race between dance music and electric light, which is pretty much how you surmise the race. Um, And then I just had this gnawing, just this little thing eating away at me, uh, which was steering me towards... A horse called beautiful mind now I um, I agree with pretty much everything that you said in your your preview um, dance music is going to find the front uh, electric lights going to be back and it's going to need a lot to go right it really does look set up perfectly for for dance music I just I just feel again um, following up from my uni time statement I feel uh, in my gut that beautiful mind is a serious Uh, talent Um, she it was pretty much a barrier trial first up over a thousand meters the other day Um, I'm convinced that you know like with the uh, clearer clearer passage in the straight she probably would have she probably would have gone close to winning that doesn't matter though I suspect that they're going to be positive from barrier six she has led in her races she can she does have gate speed um, if they want to use it so from six I can just see her I've actually got a landing in uh in the one one yep. um so uh from there she she's gonna be she's gonna be the only horse close enough to beat dance music that's the way that i saw it i i suspect i thought i, I marked dance music favorite um she's gonna lead she's she's class she's a 1200 meter records like six from eight or something like that six wins from eight starts so yeah clearly she's the horse to beat i just saw electric light i couldn't couldn't see her being in a position to strike. The only horse I could see in, the, in that position to strike with um, the ability to get over the top of dance music was Beautiful Mind. I, um, I'm not so sure about the price. Uh, I think Well, that, just, just for those just speaking about the
1: price, do you know that she's never started above three dollars seventy yeah. in a seven start career? hundred yeah. five, two oh five, two ten, three thirty, dollar sixty five, two eighty, three seventy.
0: Yeah, and the stable's been really I don't know whether it's been a maturity thing or a whether she's had a few niggles along the way, but they've been super patient with her. I feel like they've set her for this MES series. Yeah, I think so. And and I think that she's gonna make um she's gonna make an impact. Um, and if she doesn't win this one, she'll win one of them. That's my take on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she'll run through the 12, 14, 16, and perhaps the 18 as well. Um, but uh, Dean Yendel visiting from Victoria. Um, Good ride on Reykjavik the other day. It was, yeah. It was a mm. perfect, perfect ride on, uh, on Reykjavik, uh, who he will be chatting about shortly in the railway stakes. But Yendel on board, I reckon they'll be positive from the draw. I reckon they'll be within striking distance of, in dance music. She's got strength. She's got class. Um my my feeling is she's the only one that can get her at the top of dance music, and I've put her on top. All right.
1: I like it. I like it. Def, definitely does have a lot of upside. And uh, as if you look at her uh, SP profile, you can see that the stable really like her, and the stable's obviously flying at the moment. I mean, so um, I mean. if you're looking for some value, that might be
0: the way to go. Yeah. Isn't it remarkable the job that L. Smith's done since he set up the the dual stable in, in Victoria? Like... He couldn't have asked for a better start to his. Um, to his. Um,
1: That's good for the CV, isn't it?
0: Well, like I mean, you get I mean, some nice horses as well. And uh, got Blackheart Bart to win, out of, pulled him out of retirement to win. Yeah. Scales of justice, who was almost finished as a horse, wins a group one. Like uh, the guy can train. He is a serious, serious trainer. Um, so
1: very honest uh, on if you don't follow him on twitter as well i'd highly recommend it because he uh he gives you his genuine opinion and and price wise as well if he thinks one of his is a bit short you will go probably probably thin and he's he's uh quite an interesting um not many trainers are probably as open as him in regards to his horse's chances and uh try and give punters the lead that he does so uh good on him in that sense
0: yeah he's having a crack um and um taking the Bull by the horn, so to speak, and he's doing such a good job. So, kudos to, to Lindsay and, and his operation. So, um, and we'll, we'll be discussing um, his runner in the r- Railway Stakes as well. Yes. So, um, here we go, Terry. It's dig deep, time. It is the Sky Racing five hundred thousand dollar. You, you better lead us off here, I think. Okay, I'll take the I'll take the lead. The five hundred thousand dollar group to WA Guineas over over the mile. Um, This has been robbed of a little bit, I think. Um, Just had a few horses that have didn't quite make it to the guineas. Um, Most notably, Windstorm, who was uh, when he um, come down with a virus. I think he was a dollar ninety. I heard he was uh, scared off by Dig (laughs) Deep. That's. (laughs) <laughs> big, big. That's a, that. That could have happened actually, mm-hmm. but he he he's gone out. So he, at the time, he was a dollar ninety and was dominating all the discussion about the guineas from a long way out. And I declared
1: he, him about four months ago, I think.
0: And he uh, obviously, yeah. So he's um, he's gone. Um, and that, this race, I believe, had an originally had nine runners, and they called for extended acceptances, which is hard to believe considering the money on offer and just the the caliber of race that we're discussing, but we ended up scraping together a field of 12. But um, for me, I can comfortably um, put a line through seven of those. It doesn't really narrow it down that much, I suppose. But um, I think there's five genuine winning chances. They are Superstorm, Red Can Man, Dig Deep, Special Choice, and KC. They are the the five, and I think the market reflects that as well. Um, I ended up landing on... I've taken a, I've I have taken a bit of a, a few specs in my preview. I'm mm-hmm. specing Uni Time to measure up. I'm specking Beautiful Mind to Uni Time's a favourite. Come on, bitch. No, but in terms of like cla- big uh, class yeah, jumps, yeah. sorry. Who are we uh, on here? Well, Superstorm, like uh, really, mm. Superstorm's my on top selection. Mm. So really, he um, he's a funny horse. He Got beat very short. Uh, even money first up. Got beat dollar twenty second up. And then he just smoked them in a pretty weak midweek. Uh, assignment, I think that might have been Melbourne Cup Day, 400 yes, metres and it Ascot. was.
1: The middle of the track was definitely... Um, Had a lot in his favour, didn't he? It did have a lot in his favour, but there was, it was pretty authoritative, wasn't it, was it? Authoritative. the way he went past him It was pretty, uh, yeah, it was progressive. And when the word progressive comes into Peter's horses, people try to analyse data and say, oh, that was only a few lengths above... What did he beat? What did he beat? Yeah, what did yeah, he you know. beat? That was only a few yeah. lengths above this or that. But you, you can't... Uh, a lot of his horses improve exponentially, and looking yep. at the data is a real waste of time, so...
0: Yeah, this horse to me just seems like he's been, and I think uh, Pike um, said as much post-race, after he won on Melbourne Cup Day, this horse is really, really raw, uh, really has a, um, is on a steep learning curve, but there's no denying that he has a big, big engine. Just the way that he lengthened, let down and, and took that race by the scruff of the neck and just sort of cruised, cruised to the line with plenty in the tank. Just can I ask us? you a question, Beach? Sure. What horse beat him at his previous start? Mr. Cunifer. It was, yeah. That's all. That's all I wanted you to say. That's so <laughs> me now. Back <laughs> to you. Mr. Cunifer, mm. yes. And um I sat three and four deep the trip as well, Mr. Cunifer. He did. Mm. He did. Uh, Superstorm's closing speed has been um, has come, has come through in the figures that I've seen. He's been just about best of the days last two. So, um, like you said, the Cerise and White horses—they just elevate um, with with experience, with racing. And um, he's been a bit of a project horse, I would imagine, for Team Williams because he's um, yeah, from a mental maturity point of view, he's not quite there. But Pike spoke very enthusiastic about him from a talent point of view after his last start win, and they believe that if he is switched on and brings brings his best, that he's uh, that he can win the Guineas. For me, I reckon he's going to be landing in a midfield position from from the draw. Uh, I'm tipping a genuine, at least genuine tempo. The Eastern, the Victorian visitor, widespread likes to roll. I think he'll hold the lead. War Saint will um will has, has gate speed as well. Um, he's going to be uh, looking to press on. Red Can Man's going to, and special choice are probably going to be. Um, uh, Leaders back and and one one, mm-hmm. so I one, just, one. Uh, one, one. So I just I think the 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 mile is going to be genuinely run that widespread, It's sort of like they've allowed it to roll in its two two wins uh, this prep. So I think they they feel as though he's a he's a bit of a freewheeler. So look out for him to free with raw wheeler on board. He yeah and raw wheeler will like this horse will lack nothing in fitness. Uh, 1300 to a mile. That's obviously a question mark. Godolphin, James Cummings. He will that they will try to, to to own this race from out in front. I just I just feel that Superstorm is going to get a lovely lovely drag into the race, either on the back of KC or maybe even on the back of Red Can Man, if he can if Pikey can work some magic early. I don't think he has to get as, as far back as some may have him mapped. Uh, from there, he's going to be in a rhythm, he's going to be improving uh, uninterrupted run, hopefully, into the straight, three and four wide. And if he lets down like I think he's going to let down, I think he'll he'll run past them. Red Can Man was brave in the Faretha Stakes, Jericho Missile was going to go straight past him, but he lifted. He, he really loved that tempo that day, I think he's going to land in an almost identical position in the Guineas. The way that he found the line over the 1,400 metres suggests the mile shouldn't be a problem. He's my second pick. Dig deep. He's the favourite. He put the writing on the wall with One a start favourite with a slashing Farita Stakes effort. Was actually uh, the stewards actually quizzed Chris Parnham about mm. his tactics on that occasion um, uh, at length. Um, he had to explain a few of his decisions in the mid race, uh, which the stewards.
1: I don't know if they accepted or they—they they did. They, they did accept, yeah.
0: They, they did accept. Yeah. I yeah. thought they—they—they they, they s- admonished him. Um, but anyway, um, dig deep. He's the Carcater Plate winner. but well, his prep's been uh, absolutely centered around the WA Guineas. Barrier Ten is cruel. It is, it is cruel. I couldn't cruel. think of a
1: better word actually, Bee. Yeah. It is cruel. We've drawn. Um, I actually mentioned it. The third, or the third widest gate in all runs this campaign. So,
0: so he's really going to be behind. Dig
1: deep and KC. You don't have to be dead to be stiff, do you?
0: That's right. He's going to be behind. Dig deep. Uh, Superstorm and can he KC? Them? I don't think he can. I think he can match their closing speed, but I don't necessarily think he can. He can pull pull two lengths off them, but. He's got class on his side. He's got a man called Damien Oliver on board. We'll go board past. We'll go well. past
1: KC. It's just Superstorm I'm worried about.
0: Okay, um, and the other horse that that I have a lot of time for. Well, I have a lot of time for both these fillies, Special Choice and KC, backing up after running. Third and fourth was it? Third and fourth in the champion fillies last Saturday. Special choice is going. Gee, she's drawn well, and just going to get a perfect run for Brenton Abdullah in four. Has the gate speed to make that work. She's going. I reckon she's going to look the winner at at some stage. And KC is just a really top class filly who was just um, yeah barrier fourteen in the champion fillies just pretty much ruined her winning chances she did really well to to run on powerfully into third the way i look at it is um i'm not that keen on jericho missile i think it's just going to be too hard from from the draw montalina is a very interesting runner darren mccullough impressive racing um very interesting runner in more ways than one but first up into a double guineas if that wins like that's Mm. that's a better training effort than gadding winning the Group one in Melbourne, I think. I think so. It's a coin flip. Yeah, so uh, good luck to good luck to them. But for me, I just Superstorm just looks, looks like he's got a sense of timing. I think this is his race. Jerry?
1: Yeah, I've been saying since earlier in the week, Well, I've been saying for about a week and a half now that Superstorm will start favourite in the guineas. He's been nines, eight, seven, sixes. I can see now he's fives to 420 pretty much across the board. So I'd expect by the time they jump that Superstorm will be favourite. Dig deep's 340, 350. For those that um are... If I can dig deep, I'd suggest you uh, you hold off and you'll see $4 plus late. Uh, on Betfair on the exchange, I have absolutely no doubt, um, barrier draw has been extremely cruel. I said to Beach before we jumped on here that uh, Dig Deep and Nakana star in the following race were my two pre-barrier draw on top selections, but um, the barrier draws have been uh, have been horror shows for both and, um, and forced me to go back to the, the drawing board. I I agree with BJ's speed map and my, if you want a full uh, look at my speed map, which is about 14 pages long, it's on the, the Betfair hub. So uh, I won't go through it all again, but I basically agree um, with BJ's speed map. Superstorm, who knows what we're going to get here. I do think that um, he's the one to beat comfortably purely because of the polish and the improvement we see out of these uh, Bob Peters three-year-olds, we almost we almost fear them. Uh, as an, and I can say, as an mm. owner of a, another horse in this race, I fear um, his runners. So, if if that was wearing, um, if Superstorm was wearing different silks um, and from a different yard, mm. I'd probably have a lot less fear. And I say, well, hang on, he just he popped over the top of a very weak class one, where the next few horses haven't really franked that form of their next outing. So, because. Um, And then if you go back even further, KC was a better run on debut. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of improvement from that. But it's a very interesting one. I I think he'll win the race. BJ spoke about it with Beautiful Mind before, how you have a gnawing feeling. I mean, I have the gnawing feeling that Superstorm might win this race and might win it quite impressively uh, as well. But the one I've put on top um, from a speed map point of view, a forgotten horse point of view, the one with the most improvement from their last outing point of view – um, and most importantly, what I'm trying to get back to, especially at the moment from a value point of view, is special choice. Um, I'll prefix all of this with I hope I'm wrong, by the way. I really, really hope I'm wrong. Uh, special choice lands on the back of, wind, uh, of widespread. I was about to say windstorm. Lands on the back of widespread. Um, from there... It'll be interesting if Widespread can shake off War Saint on the bend, uh, whether Widespread lays out a bit. Basically, it's up to Brenton Abdullah to push out either underneath Red Cam Man, push out underneath War Saint, or look for a Rails Run. Uh, She'll have a really good head start on your three main sprinters coming late in Superstorm, Dig Deep, uh, KC, and also, obviously, Jericho Missile. You just, I think we just need to be wary that this could be a smart little filly who's just been complete. The, the 16 to 1 to me looks just complete madness, and she's the one the market's completely forgotten about. Um, she obviously had an issue before the champions' fillies, that's why she missed a run in the 1400. Uh, over the 1400, but her effort there after slipping, um, badly on jumping and, and getting knocked around was was really, really impressive. I thought she was just as good as as KC and, and had a lot more go wrong than KC did. So um, expecting her to utilize the gate speed she has shown in her previous few efforts, land in a perfect position, and um, I think she might be really classy and might have um, a lot of upside and a head start on these other runners. So I'm going to put special choice on top at a price. Um, I think Superstorm, yeah, as I said, if, if if I had to gun to my head, pick a horse to win the race, I would say Superstorm, but at $4 versus 16 for me, it's a no-brainer. To lean towards special choice, um, dig deep in for third. I, I posed the question, BJ, whether I thought, um, uh, whether I thought, and whether others think that dig deep can out sprint Superstorm, yeah. and we you can only speculate on that because the form lines are so contrasting. But I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if he can. So I'm not. Uh, I'm not at the moment sure what the plans are. Wouldn't surprise me. Dig deep. Who I think's a lot better beginner than people give him credit for maybe a spot to even try I don't know, try to utilise, maybe speed a little bit and try to find a spot I'm not sure how it'll all eventu- eventuate with him but um, obviously he's the one we'll be, we'll be cheering for, there's no secrets uh, No secrets. So yet.
0: Damien Oliver is on board. Yeah, I like, now, that, like I'm, that I'm going to have to ask you about the riding change. Jared. Yep. So Jared Noski, a bit stiff?
1: yeah he was a bit stiff. Um, basically, Jared's obviously wasting to ride Sammer's Dat uh, at 53 and a half. so that was the major thinking behind um, the Pierce's decision to replace him with Damien. I mean obviously you don't need um, and you don't need a lot of reasons if Damien Oliver becomes available to put on your horse, but um, yeah, they were a little bit worried with Jared wasting um, so heavily. He usually rides dig deep. Because Jared's obviously a heavyweight jockey, so he rides it pretty close to catch weight most of the time. So, um, yeah, there, there were some concerns about how much he would have to waste to get into the ride, um, to get into the race. Um, so the obvious decision from there, when when Damien Oliver became available, was to um, to put the big dog on and uh,
0: in his Deep in grand final. So I know that obviously the, these decisions are, are done in in house within the, the Pierce Brothers uh, yes. operation. Um, if if do you think Jared Noski would have pleaded his case that he would have been able to ride, dig deep, um, as well as he normally does, do you think he would have been cool with the decision? Oh, I, I
1: don't know I think I think it's in his best interest to be cool with the decision because he probably gets a lot of good and he still does get a lot of good rices rices uh rides for the pierces so I think um with there's, I mean there's obviously there's a big question mark between loyalty mm. and um trying to achieve success and I do think half a million dollar race half a million dollar race we're, we're Jared Noski a fantastic rider, but we're a better chance of winning it with Damian Oliver on the horse. I mean, I, I look back, one thing I always look back okay, on.
0: Okay, okay, big question here. Yeah. So what price would Dig Deep 40%. be? 40%. What, what price would Dig
1: Deep be with nosky on? 40% was what I said. I think we're a 40% chance, 30 or 40% better chance with Oliver. So you can add thirty or forty percent, whatever we jump at. I think, as I said, I think we'll jump at four fifty-five bucks, maybe even above uh, above five bucks. I I just think we'll be the one that, especially if the track shows any form of bias um, towards horses on speed, I think we'll be the one that's um, Jericho missile from the six bucks will be out the door as well. Um, I just it'll be almost
0: very similar to the Belgravia Superstorm could start
1: two eighty. Honestly, Superstorm is the one they're going to back here, and they're going to keep and keep and keep on backing him. So. Um, I think everything might drift because of the money um, that comes for Superstorm. I really, really hope post-race that Dig Deep's out to six bucks, wins the race, and I can put on Twitter, hashtag they knew. <laughs> that would be one of my favorite moments. So, um, yeah, I, I do think that um, the money will absolutely flood in for Superstorm. But uh, mm. as I said, special choice each way for me um, would be... Um, the value selection, and, and, and that's the way I will uh, I will tip for a very small outline.
0: I am yeah, I'm really keen on Superstorm for for um, my spiel that I gave earlier. But I must say that I'll, my heart is uh, is definitely in the Red Can Man corner. Oh, I um, thought you were going to say dig deep corner, Red Can Man. Oh, go and get stuff, Page. Steve St- uh, Steve been yeah, uh, a major uh, major um, supporter of mine over the years. And, uh, and yeah, and, um, have a terrific relationship with Steve and this would be this would, And one of, one of my good friends, Keith Watson Jr. Also has a, has a, has a small share in red cam man. So, um, It'd be fitting, red can man winning and uh, when he'll probably
1: have the 1-1. One, one. We just started the 1-1. One, one. How about a red can man, dig deep Quinella? Yeah, yeah sounds we'll good, cop- dead heat. <laughs> uh, exactor, actually. A dig deep red can man, How Does that sound? Nah, I'm not coughing a dead heat, no. That's accepting mediocrity. Anyway, B, let's move on. Uh, special choice and Superstorm for me. A win bet on both. Good. All uh, right, railway stakes time. Stakes time, Terry. yeah. Well, I think we first need to touch on the fact that um, Cockney Crew is not a confirmed starter. Wow, well, how lame!
0: Tell me about that. You don't know about that. No,
1: I don't know about this one. Oh, BJ's obviously been in a dark room with he just found out what the internet is. Um, <laughs> Cockney Crew had some mild lameness uh, yesterday, um, and they're doing a vet examination at 4pm today that is humongous yeah it is i actually don't know what to do with the speed map if it's scratched so i'm just going to talk about this uh in a manner um where it's it's running so i um i'm expecting um well i'm not expecting i know that cockney crew will roll forward and lead this horse race um a, a lot of people listen to the race in, in general a lot of people are saying this is a a really weak railway stakes and it is not the best railway stakes hanging around, but let's focus on the positivity here that this is such a great betting um, medium. It's such a great betting railway stakes and that's that's really exciting. So I'm um, I'm really looking forward to see which one of these up-and-comers announce themselves as the next powerhouse and the next horse that can maybe travel over to Melbourne and um, try and, um, and win a big race over there. But um, as far as confidence goes, I am certainly lacking that in this event. I... I don't know, Beach, I think we're better off going back and forward here rather than me trying to give you a spiel. I so how personally long, how think,
0: long did, did it take you to write your um oh, too long. Your I was, novella on the no, railway disappointed. I was a very
1: upset man. It takes a lot for me to get rolled up, yeah. which is a lie. Um I was a very upset man when I, I knew I was tipping Akinar Star. I was so happy being on Akinar Star. I just wanted a gate so he could get some cover midfield, forward to midfield. Bob's your uncle. And then old mate rolls up there and draws out barrier sixteen and as I uh, yeah it's the first time I've I've watched an event that Brittany Taylor's hosted and felt a bit sad after it so it wasn't her fault but uh, I was yeah pretty pretty flat after uh, after uh, he drew sixteen and uh, Andrew Walker is one of the owners as well I've been having a bit of a chat to him during the week he uh, he was quite uh, philosophical about it afterwards if it's meant to be it's meant to be so uh, good luck to um, good luck to that crew I think they'd. Uh, celebrate the win pretty hard afterwards too. So anyway, I Beach. I
0: don't know that they've had a lot of luck with barrier draws in. Phoenix, no,
1: Akana Stars had an, and it's, it should have won the guineas. It should have gone closer in the Kingston town as a three-year-old. It's ran second in a Carriaco plate. <clears throat> ran, yeah, it, it hasn't had much luck or hasn't had, um, hasn't had some of the better, better rides either, to be honest. So I think it's a super horse. Though. I really mm. do. But um, the Velvet an, King favourite, what yeah. do you reckon?
0: I haven't got it in my... Yeah, I've, I've, I've got five horses that I'm shuffling around and it's not in my file no it's not in mine either so there and you go I, but I, I don't know I'm starting to starting to doubt myself but I'm going to stick I'm going to stick <laughs> back yourself mm, back
1: myself I have taken on as well it's, it's not jumping all that cleanly hasn't done for seven starts actually the last time it jumped well in a race when Chloe has a party when it just uh, just knobbed off uh, knobbed off I can't say that <laughs> that didn't sound good Lord help me <laughs> Lord help me run. So uh, I, um, yeah, I don't know. If Cockney Crew scratch, there's every chance that Chris Parnham musters because yeah. he doesn't jump at all and he really has to work him early uh, and musters to the top. Um, it probably also is a, it's part of what, I mean, Darren McAuliffe obviously, obviously doesn't stop singing this bloke's praises, but yeah. if he does jump cleanly, that's a lot more fuel he has at the end that he doesn't have to expend early. So, yeah. But as, as I mentioned in my, um, my preview, I, when a horse does something seven times in a row, you can't allow for it to suddenly change on the eighth time. So, um, I'm I'm happy taking him on. Do you
0: do you think the Velvet King is a strong miler?
1: Yeah, I've got no issue with the mile. I I just don't know if it's that strong a horse.
0: Uh, yeah, I think he's a really good fourteen hundred meter horse, like super fourteen hundred meter horse. I'm um, that's that was my big knock on it. Especially if Cockney Crew was going to be in the race, because you know what he's like, he's just going to keep have the marching. I just was wondering whether the Velvet King could land on speed, uh, stalking a sear, uh, searing tempo, and still still have enough fuel left in late. That that was my thing with him.
1: Yeah, the um, way he's ridden and how I like mean, some of those rides with Lee Newman on here, I think he's tough. So I've got no issue. Yeah. Um, I've got no issue with with the mile. The issue for me is the class. Um and whether he's he's got it just at just at this stage. There was something in his, his
0: Listia stakes run the other day where he was going to win. He just gave it and up, and it, he something. It was just like. I don't know whether he was he whether there was um. I was just a, think that
1: I uh, very think that's, that's how good, good he is. Yeah. That's just how good he is. Like we know. look at uh, when he won he was the um. By two lengths. What did he? Win? What was the big race he did win? On the, the Northerly. I get the names wrong. The Northerly. He won yeah. the Northerly. That was a Lee Tobias day. Mitchell Pateman has ridden the race of like just the most perfect ride on him. He sat in the back a great shot. Wrinkly rolled off. He got around him and he's fallen in mm. with Akena Star, Lady Cosmology, all these other horses flooding on down the worst part of the track like. I just think we're jumping the, the gun. I mean, the Velvet King was beaten by Cup Knight um, earlier this prep. Cup Knight then came out and was made to look second rate by telling him we're coming. I just think we're jumping the gun, thinking the Velvet King's this uh, amazing great horse. I, it's a really nice horse, don't get me wrong. And well, he, he well can win this race, but um, well weighted. Well, 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 he is the best weighted horse. One hundred and two plus. He's the only one after carrying fifty
0: nine in
1: the um, list
0: here,
1: yeah. Yeah. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm probably happy taking him on. Um, Oh, there's a million things I could discuss with this race. Sammerstadt's going to have his first go at a hard mile. I will pass the 1400. He's one that's got the upside that could... I haven't got him in my four either, to be honest. And I haven't got regal power in my four either. Who <laughs> have I got in my four? <laughs>
0: um, as long don't have Manolo Blahnik in four? No, I don't have Manolo
1: Blahnik in, no, Manolo Blahnik in my four, no. Uh, I think they saved uh, They saved some money not putting it on the plane, actually. It was quite, quite a handy scratching for them. But I... Um, I, uh, I don't know where to start, Beach actually. Where, where, where do I start here? I'm going to go straight to my on-top selection and the horse that I'm looking at. Who wins, Terry? Who uh, wins, Terry? Oh, I don't know who wins. I haven't got a clue who wins. I'm going to be tipping Perfect Jewel. Um, I, I love a horse that has a certain profile and, and Bob's really lucky in the fact that he only wheels her out for carnivals. This is basically her third prep. Like, I feel like she's just sort of a a staple of these carnivals. And in all fairness, she has been around for the last... This is her third one. But it's only her 15th career start. First up, she was horrid. The improvement second up was massive when she had absolutely no luck. Um, Last year's Railway Stakes, she was just about a better run than Galaxy Star. And that's not... that's. I know people get very upset me so. That it was a crazy run, wasn't but it? Everything went wrong. Like Craig knew it jumped out, he got shuffled back to last because a horse was stopping in front of him. Yep. He then was going to go wide, decided to go inside, found more trouble in the straight. Ran fourth. Ran way. fourth. Should have run second. Doesn't meet Gadding, Material Man Galaxy Star here. Sorry, does meet Gadding, but meets Gadding um a lot better at the weights. I really like the appointment of Jade McNaught, who horses just run for. I, I couldn't if it was I'd prefer Jade on to ninety to percent of the other West Australian jockeys. I couldn't be any happy with that. Her only other two goes at the mile were obviously with the railway stakes we just discussed. And um, when she won a WA guineas from Barrier 13, beating Akinar Star. Star yeah. 53 kilos from Barrier 7. There's gonna be a three-wide line. If she can settle settle in that three-wide line and, and, and make her move around the bend with only fifty-three, I reckon she could really let down late. And I just think she's the completely forgotten runner at around the 20 bucks um i create all in markets beach before the all-in markets even come up it's a bit of a nightmare to do and i went back and had a look at mine because i couldn't quite remember and i actually priced her favorite back then so obviously not knowing what's coming from over east so it's a very it's more than ordering a favoritism rather than um rather than actual markets itself like but ranking. um yeah it's a ranking sort of thing um and that that changes massively as as it all progresses but um yeah I, I had her on top then so it's um and i'd forgotten about that and it's quite ironic that i found her on top here but um yeah at, at nearly 20 to 1 page i'm i'm really happy um having something small each way on um jade to really uh give us something to talk about next week what's what's your for? Uh, very good question. What is my four? Uh, I think I had, uh, I had best today second. I, I loved it. Um, running the Cantala last start. That was huge. Wild. I just about had that on top, but just with how much dominance our horses are having going across to Melbourne, I just didn't feel right having a Melbourne horse, um, on top in our race, especially
0: when there's only one. It's got in has got a for age form too. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a proper miler group one winning miler. Um, it's probably gonna go forward, I think.
1: He wants a toe, but he said if he jumps really well, he'll go forward. Yep. Um, but he well, he said it's a better horse with a toe. Um, yep. I think it goes better on firmer tracks as well. It does, yep. So yeah, definitely, definitely winnable. One you've got to have in your quaddies. Um, I had Tell Him We're Coming in for third. Tell Him We're Coming uh, is a real William Pike horse. All eight career wins have been when Pike's ridden it. I think he's ridden it 10 or 11 times. Um, so the other six times when he hasn't rode it, it's lost. Uh, Brendan Abdullah is obviously a tremendous choice of jockey but my worry with him is at the 600 lay like, he's going to be in a different postcode to him Pike doesn't panic you can't panic that's the, the most important part we telling we're coming a month between runs while they like to keep his, months, uh, his runs fresh there was uh, 24 days between the Northern Cup um, that shouldn't be too much of an issue but the railway is going to obviously a pretty seriously run race so uh, it's what, just a very difficult ride
0: where do you think how many is he seriously how many is he gonna have behind him
1: not many he he might just have he might have none behind him there's a big chance he's, he's dead last he'll be in the last
0: four um trying to yeah, i was get, doing my best to try and get him a little bit closer but i i'm sort of heading in your direction no you know? i don't
1: i don't think so i mean and then the other horse you want to talk about is where does um and i, I did end up sorry having Akinar star in for fourth though. From the barrier, if Oliver can weave some magic and find him cover, um, not far from the speed, which isn't a complete impossibility. It's unlikely, but not a complete impossibility. Um, then mid race, I'd like to make him my on top selection if I can.
0: Surely they're gonna go forward.
1: They will, but it's yeah. a far, he's a far better horse with cover. Look, look at every single one of his runs with cover and he's just twice a horse to when he races without it. So um, I think the plan should be, I think they're a quicker horse early, hear me out here, than Cockney yeah. Crew, right? So I'd be saying to Oliver, Find the rail like you're going to lead the race. Mm. Then let Cockney Crew come across and take, um, take the front, and you basically just slipstream That's Cockney exactly, Crew for the race. Exactly what I, That's exactly how mm-hmm. I would instruct. But there's no guarantee that Tomasa doesn't kick up and hold the rail. There's no guarantee that won't, a number won't, of things. It, it won't. It won't
0: want to um, cook. Cook Akinastar, I don't think he'll. Um,
1: it's, it's. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how uh, how it'll all go down, but it'll be an intriguing. This Courtney cruise
0: situation is really uh, throwing you. Uh, thrown and you've me, just yeah. found out as well. Yeah.
1: Oh no. Live. I've got you. Yeah. yeah. I've got you. Yeah. What do you like here anyway, Beach? I actually don't know your tip for this one. Uh
0: Okay. I ended up with Telling. We're coming on top, unbeaten at a mile. I just went and watched his Hannon's handicap win over and over again. I was just like, wow, that was awesome. Um, followed up with. Um, Pretty dominant in the northern cup he um he's got 53 kilos brenton abdallah interesting booking i wonder how that conversation took place they how left he, it up to elio right it right. was oh, owners is, yeah, yeah yep. I, I thought so yep. maybe abdallah's written some winners for him uh, i think this is his first time riding in wa yeah, but I think some I think Elios had horses with, okay. Um, okay. in Sydney maybe um, so maybe our dollars there's a relationship there somewhere but he was he was confirmed a long way out as well so look tell him we're coming has been set for this race he's always looked like a horse who's been destined for big things he's um he just smashed him in the Hannons and again in the Northern Cup big thing is is can he get can he be within striking distance i've got no doubt that he's going to be rattling uh late um it's just it it's going to be a it's going to be absolutely up to Abdallah as to where he where he lands and, and how he travels in running this scratching of cockney crew is just is everything to this race um so um i'm not sure how but 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 hear me out tell him we're coming can handle uh, strong tempos and still quicken off them he's got strength he's got um, he's not hasn't had that many starts he's been looked after by team Williams who are the best in the business I really like him uh, I think I'm I'm looking for horses with strength with a lot of strength especially with Cockney Crew in the race so he's he's uh, he's gonna be really hard to, uh, to hold out late Sam is that I just had to put in for second he um his Asian boy he just he just he just powered to the line was he uh, entitled to do that perhaps but he it was just strong it was really strong um got the back of a first up horse um and the only other chance
1: in the race found a fair bit of trouble at the 200 so yeah I know it I makes, know that meets them I, three and a half kilos worse on that run
0: yeah I just he's what he had like eight starts he's just he's got he's on the way up he's it's just the draw the draw is just well perfect for him. He's gonna he's gonna lob a line. He's gonna have a lot of fuel left in the tank. Uh, Jared Noski will have a point to prove. Um, uh, so he's just he ticks a lot of boxes for me. Horse um, both we are coming and Samazdat are horses with a sense of timing. As far as I'm concerned, it just feels like it's their their time to to take a race like this like that, by the scruff of the neck. Uh, then it's the two established Group One performers. Yeah, um, mile winners, uh, both have won Group One miles at Flemington. Actually, Gadding and Best of Days. Gadding was uh, super in his first run back in WA in the Listier Stakes. Jumps from barrier five, uh, is going to get just he's going to lob in a sweet spot, sweet sweet spot for Mitchell Pateman. Really, uh, really ticks a lot of boxes. Also, he's he's run in the last two Railways, and he's um, I think he ran beaten two lengths. Now, two years ago and he ran into the mighty galaxy star last year he's just quality horse who can never be left out of a race like this best of days you you summed up really well he was huge at, at flemington on a wet track last start he's got a lot of class he's a proven weight for he's a proven weight for age horse in the um in victoria as well he has to come into contention and the last horse that i wanted to mention was cockney crew He's um he's a real wild card. Ranse, I, I had
1: something on when they announced he was going in at seventy to one because you just don't know it's going to. If you can jump to the front and roll, it's weird. crazy things have happened in railway stations Crazier things have happened. He's, now he's, that he's lame, it probably is less likely.
0: Yeah, and um, it yeah. I wonder whether that Jade was offered the ride. Um, she's um she's won twice on him in this prep. I think
1: Perfect Jordan, would have been an easy selection.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So Cockney Crew, he's um. He's got a lot of ability. He's tough. Uh, if the track is, is favouring on speed runners, and um, he can he can run a very very cheeky race. So, geez, this is a hard railway, a really hard railway. A Perfect jewels probably the the, the one outside of that I tried to squeeze in, but I couldn't couldn't quite fit in. Um, but really, um, you know, Star Exhibits won the Listia. He's won two Perth Cups the list goes on and on and on but for me I, I'm, I'm operating around both tell them we're coming and Samersdap. Mm-hmm. okay so we got there eventually we're both we, as you can
1: tell we're both full of confidence tell them we're coming and Sammersdap for beach. for me um, for me it's uh perfect jewel each way and the one horse I didn't touch on who I've been spruiking for the last few weeks and I've been chopping at the hundreds it'll probably trade at more than that is, uh, is Ms Leckie I think it's I just think she's a serious horse. I don't think she was suited by the rails runs that Jade went for first and second up. Um, I mentioned that Jerry Nosky is her last winner was in the Canonara Cup, so she's going for the uh, the famous Canonara Cup Railway Stakes <laughs> double. <laughs> Time um, honoured. But if you're looking at something at 100 to one, then uh, then that might be the one for you. But we
0: have we have dragged on about. The we railway. have dragged on a bit. Let's but, let's, uh, let's. But can I just ask you one more yes. question? Yes. What does the wizard? do on Regal Power?
1: I think, uh, very good question. I think he looks early on for a spot because it can show a little bit of early speed. Um, If that's not forthcoming, I think he'll just naturally let it drift back and try to find a spot in the three wide line behind um, uh, behind a horse like, uh, I don't know, Best of Days or something of that, probably a little bit further back from Best of Days. But he will be willing to find a spot. Um, but I think he'll also be backing himself in that he's got a nice horse under him. My opinion is if he gets too far back, he will get out sprinted by telling him we're coming. Um, this isn't Elite Bell. This, isn't, um, Galaxy this isn't Galaxy Star. This is Regal Power, who I think you're going to see um, his best over 2,000 plus. So I don't think he's got the class to win a mile, for, to win a railway from barrier 15. Had he drawn barrier three or four? Yes. Barrier 15, I don't think he's got the class over the miles to win a railway. Good stuff. The last. All right, let's skip through this one, have, uh People are probably snoring by this stage of proceedings. Very keen on the last as well. With the scratching of fire and rain, I couldn't be, I couldn't be any happier with this. Carpo should go to the top, and I don't think they see him again. I reckon it's really simple. Jumped well last start, if he can can do that again. um, Jason Brown, you could just see him looking across from Mervin last time out. Where are you, where are you, where are you? Desperate to hand up. I wasn't on, um, but this time I really hope the instructions are do not even consider, not that I can see what would take him on, but do not consider handing up. Um, He beats uni time and dance music, uh, sorry, was beaten by uni time and dance music by under a length. Beat the devil, had every chance to have a crack. Black Sabbath. It's no more chances of Black Sabbath. Um, the only danger for me is Minus Looks, who lands right on Caracapo's back potentially, or very close to Caricapo's back, but potentially pegged in a campaign first and second up. I just I worry about him maybe. Um and, and he's obviously up in the weights now with those two victories. But really confident Caracarpo, about the $5 mark, which I'm I reckon that's a huge price. So um, let's get uh, let's not get out because we're already going to be having a good day but let's um let's have a reasonable crack at Caracapo in the last
0: I like it I like it yeah uh Caracapo just just he's had his concerns at the at the gates but he jumped cleanly the other day Mm -hmm. and um was pretty was pretty brave really um tough brave my um there was, a, there was a technical issue uh, with my last race um, from uh, Best Bet's point of view, so that doesn't me- uh, match up with uh, what you'll see in my preview of the leg up on Ausrace. But believe it or not, strike me pink, uh, BJ has landed on Black Sabbath in the last... Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, this, uh, this is the day for Black Sabbath.
1: How many times have you said this is the day for Black Sabbath? I said it, it
0: first up. And he ran into uni time. Mm. I didn't like him second up, but everything just is just... um, All the stars? All the stars. Mm. Uh, This is it. I I said in my preview, this is D-Day. So um, Pike sticks, um, 54 and a half, good map, third up. Uh, I I like the way that he sort of just just, um, hit the line last start. This is it, Black Sabbath. Like you, I'm very keen on, um, well, scared of minus looks and Caracapos. Genuine winning chances. Also, I was trying to find a spot for Rebel Yell. Um, kept coming back to a fourteen hundred meter run that he put in at Bunbury, uh, around the likes of Angelic Ruler and Regal Power. Um, Serious steer last start though. From yeah, Jade. she's going to need the similar
1: steer, and it's going to have to step up in class. Which yeah, no, nah, I'm happy taking that on every day. Five dollars fifty is is gross unders.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but for me, um, th- if 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 it's going to win one. This is the day for Black Sabbath.
1: All right, very confident Karakapo. Nice little uh, little head to head to finish the day, Beach.
0: Good stuff, and um, and yeah. So so just just once again uh, at the one one. Just like to thank our two sponsors who have just jumped on board, Market City Meats, located at the Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road, and Mundaring Hotel in O'Connor, Jacoby Street, Mundaring, the heart of the hill since 1899. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. Uh, okay, well, one bet for the day, Beach. I don't like to say best bet. So if you're
1: having one bet for the day, which sort of encompasses value and it encompasses, basically, it's just you've got one bet for the day. What would yours be, Beach
0: Well, that that is... That is a real challenge uh, for, for for today. It was it was just one of those days where I couldn't really zero in on anything. I'm just going to have to trust my gut and I'm going to go again. My best my best on the day. Gun to my head, Massimo.
1: Okay, I'll uh, I'll go with dance music. Is just edge out uh, Carpo for me. So just got a bit more faith in the Simon Miller um, polish than the Jim Taylor one at the moment. So. Dance music is my one bet for the day. Give, uh, give me a maddie. Yeah, give well, me a maddie well, how as about well. you give give us a maddie? Well, can we have some rules? What what are the rules in regards to
0: a maddie? They need to be ten dollars. They need to be twenty
1: dollars. They need to be fifty to one. What do they? What do they need to be? I
0: don't. Know, I just think maybe just something that's not so obvious, like um, something that's pretty much where you made your name on Perth Turf Talk, Terry. Finding finding the, uh, the oh, not age. so obvious. So well, um.
1: I've tipped special choice and uh, mm, and perfect jewel one. on top at, at twenty to one, but I, I guess I don't think that's that mad. Um, total maddie. I'm going to tip uh, as your complete and utter maddie, and I'd back at because It will get out to any price. Miss Lecky in the railway, 100, wow. 100 to one as a complete maddie. Small. I'm talking to have half of you, you know have, have a very small. Well, life.
0: for a bit of bit of fun, um, even though like I've been rocked by this uh, this this news that you just hit me with regarding Cockney Crew. Um, if it's uh, if it's a bit leaderish on the day, uh, he's he's my Maddie in the railway as oh. well, Cockney Crew. Um, but I do uh, f- from a from a um, interest from a value point of view. I, I just have a sneaking suspicion that this kiss on all four cheeks. It's a bit of a mouthful. Kiss on all four cheeks uh, is a nice filly two odd race. Could could get under the radar.
1: And I just, uh, just to repeat, BJ is the foreman at the moment of, uh, especially Saturday tipping. So I'd, uh, I'd be paying attention to him. Anyway, BJ, that wraps up our uh, our first uh, episode of The One One. We hope you, uh, if you're stuck with us the whole way through, uh, well, first of all, congratulations for doing so because we wafted a little bit there. We both get a bit excited, especially when it comes to Railway Stakes and WA Guineas Day. Dig Deep Day. Dig Deep Day. I'll be there uh, as we are with BJ on course with a lot of um, Dig Deep owners. We'll probably be somewhere um, in the straight if you want to come and say hello and... Yeah. Anyway, everybody, enjoy your enjoy your Railway Stakes Day, and uh, until next week, uh, this was uh, Terry Leighton and B J Ryan from the One One.